Hey, warriors. Hey, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. This is your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. Today is Wednesday, October the 5th. The year is 2022. How you doing? Hope, hopefully everything is going well your way. It is close to two o'clock in the afternoon. I do have a meeting, like a, a work meeting a little bit later today. And then I'm going to coach water aerobics. So I'm just here to catch you all up. Um, I haven't been on since last week. One of the things I've been thinking a lot about is, and this is just me questioning things, is feeling aloneness, is that building spiritual energy? Um, As in being in silence, meditation, um, taking it up a notch, feeling like completely not alone. I don't mean like alone, alone, but being alone. Uh, are making yourself be alone is that um does that ramp up your spiritual energy? I know that spiritual energy is also supposed to come from connectivity, so I think this is something I'll bring up with one of my teachers because obviously I have been talking a little bit about this. I have been self sabotaging myself for years with my thought process, and this is probably one of those things where I feel like maybe I shouldn't connect so much. Maybe I should disconnect um, because when I do dis- when I do take time and disconnect from like everything, I do feel more at peace when I'm alone. Um, however, I can't really run a yoga business like alone. <laughs> Obviously, I need the community. I need to uplift others. That is part of my dharma. My life work is not just to be alone, but to lift up others with the yoga. And with what my yoga teachers have taught me that lifted me up. So I don't want to self-sabotage with some kind of like, um, like a thing where I think I have to meditate now for like two hours a day or something. I don't, which I don't, I'm not saying that I do that now, but, um, I think meditation helps. However, how am I going to run my yoga business if it means that the better I am at mindfulness, the more I spend my time alone meditating. Of course, there's the chores, the homework I study. My routine is like art, practice, you know, get ready for class by whatever I've got to do to get ready for my next fitness sessions, whether if that is practice, edit songs, make sure that um, I've got all my things lined up because I don't take the same equipment to different types of classes. Um, Yeah, I think this is something I'm going to bring up with one of my teachers because um, I think spiritual energy is just as important as like physical energy. And I don't, I do know that some people can feel more spiritual energy from being connected. I just don't feel like that I'm one of those people that easily connects or connects well. And it's definitely not on, definitely not on purpose. Anyway, that being said... The last few uh, spin classes I've had, I've been using my laptop directly so the Bluetooth wouldn't disconnect. I'm going to also add on to this that there has been an incident where I was doing that just so that it wouldn't crash. And somehow the whole um, computer that I was plugged into reset anyway. So it's not 100% foolproof. But I have had my phone disconnect like three times when I was just trying to set up the bikes. So here's what I mean. If you don't know what I'm talking about, spinning is like a cycling class. 
and most of the teachers, including me, we can just go in and connect our phone. I asked some, I asked, <laughs> since it happened like right before class, I was asking some of the other students who attend like other teachers' classes. I said, so is it just me? Is it just my phone? Or does this happen in other people's classes when they use the overhead speakers? Well, apparently it's just me. <laughs> Um, and the Thursday morning, the lights will, um, I can't describe this, within 40 minutes of the class, if I have the lights turned down, they'll go all the way off. And then as soon as anybody moves, they automatically turn on, like they have turned off, but they're auto-censored. And now we have bright blaring lights for the very end of yoga, because yoga's, you know, about 45 minutes. And I get there 15 minutes early. So it's something to do with the way that I set the lights before class I have to figure out. It's just, it's technology. Um, so this is one of the reasons I like to arrive early. Um, some people think I just go like, hey, she just gets paid to like teach a class. Like that looks easy. Um, I have to prep the class. I have to practice the class. I have my playlist. I have to make sure everything's going to flow from the workout to the playlist have to have a plan for more than one class a day except for Wednesdays. Wednesdays would be the exception because Wednesdays right now I only have one class. Um, parking at the college, that's an event. Uh, so I get there early to try to find parking because if you go teach at night, um, as I did, like I subbed, I subbed a late night class last night. It ended about 845. Uh, parking at 8 o'clock at night or 740 I should say. Parking is an event because this is also a rec center. It's not just a fitness gym. So a lot of people show up to play basketball or just hang out. Sometimes they're working out and hanging out. I have 15 minutes early I'm supposed to arrive. So if my class, like last night, the class starts at 8, I am meant to be there at 7.45 to be ready, to make sure the door is open, the music's going. And that way, whomever wants to come to the 8 o'clock class doesn't have some kind of doubt in their head, like, oh, this got canceled or whatever. So there's no, like, arriving at 8 o'clock for the 8 o'clock class here. Um, then I teach the class. I laid out the equipment, demonstrated the exercises. At the end of class, you know, I make sure everybody who has a Get Fit Punch Pass gets their little card punch, like a reward punch for doing the class that's a great thing like a motivational uh earn your earn your prize deal and um then I'm meant to clean off everything that got touched like anything that anybody touched sanitize it put the key back up of course I have to get there in time to get the key out um unless there's a class right before me if there's a class right before me I just get it from the teacher that was in there before me um and if I'm teaching, if I'm coaching a spin, like if I'm instructing spinning, which is the cycling class, I am meant to set the bikes up and put the bikes away because that room is so much more than just a spin room. So, um, you know, making sure that the batteries to the radios and the headsets gets charged is, you know, check in if, if I need to do it on the uh, computer, check them in on the computer. There's like so much more to... It's not like I just throw it on my mat and I'm like, bam, here we go. <laughs> um, you know, if I take blocks to yoga at the senior center, I want to make sure those are ready, clean, not just like random blocks that someone else used. Uh, so I've, I put a lot of thought and time and process into 
like every bit of time that I give because I know that they're busy and they're giving their time. Uh, once again, I don't want to overthink things with even just setting up class because I find that, you know, I'm there to teach, but I don't need to be too, like, overbearing with, like, teachery, being teachery, if, if that's... <laughs> like, I want I want to make it a fun environment for them so they do feel like it's, like, recreational. I don't want it to feel like it's just a workout. I want it to feel like it's their adventure. So on Saturday, I was kind of hoping I would be set up at this. It was a yard sale vendor event. You could be doing yard sale stuff. You could be selling vendor stuff. I was right next to my yoga student, and it was just by miracle. We were both selling beadwork, and she was a star. Evie helped me out so much. It was nice to have somebody that I knew that I could like watch my booth when I stepped away and make sure that nobody runs off with my stuff. And we did that for each other. Like, if we need to step away from the booth, we would watch the other one's stuff. And I did pretty well this weekend. I had two different vendor events, and I don't know that I'll do this again. It was Friday night at one place, Saturday morning at another place. I totally forgot over half my merchandise for one of them. And then at the other one, I dressed like it was still summer and I was like oh my god it's October the 1st what have I done as soon as I got there I was like what have I done this event started at uh, 7 so they asked us to be present and on time at 6 a.m totally dark by the way there was no street light the only reason I even turned into the right parking lot to this high school is because I saw some headlights um, as soon as I started setting up I was like oh my god I've worn I've worn my flip-flops and my short sleeves out in 43 degrees. I didn't bring a jacket. Um, luckily, I did have some yoga blankets in my car. So, I went back to my car, flip-flopped over there. <laughs> took, my little, took my little blankets and wrapped myself up. I can't believe one of the shoppers, this was in a high school, one of the shoppers came up to me with a cigarette, like a lit cigarette. Now you're going to try to make all my stuff smell like smoke. Um, I had been working, uh, selling my merchandise at a Harley shop the night before. So I was like, hey, um, I have a sinus infection as soon as he approaches me with a cigarette. First of all, I don't want my leather pouches to smell like cigarettes either. I want to keep them new. But I'm just like, hey, I have a sinus infection, so you, uh, if you could, um, and I didn't even finish my sentence because I was holding my breath, and he eventually kind of looked mad and wandered away, and I was like, sorry, I'm, you know, I was, listen, I was, listen, I was in a Harley shop smelling fumes all night, and he just ignored me, whatever, um, I'd rather speak my mind than to not, as usual, as any of you listening to this podcast for any amount of time do know, um, I'm all about speaking the truth, but I've got to watch it because it's not, it's not like speaking the truth just for speaking the truth's sake is always that great. So I had a new class this week added to the schedule at one of the pla the places. Unfortunately, they just shared that schedule out today, like today. By the way, today, I think I've already mentioned, is October the 5th. Um, so I really... I didn't have anybody last night for this new class. And when I made a post, uh, some people were like commenting, I didn't know about this. So there was no 
like participation plan from most people. They didn't even share the new schedule for October until today on the 5th. So maybe next week, maybe we'll have some participation next week. It just feels like I could get a little help if we could share the schedule before the first or at least on the first of the month. And yeah. Um, what's so funny is I wanted to call and say like, Hey, could we share that schedule out when I was up there last night? But what I actually did was I texted the coworker that was working behind the desk and I'm like, Hey, I left my water bottle. So expectations of myself versus reality. The reality was like, I just wanted somebody to make sure my water bottle doesn't get stolen because I left it there. Oh, I'm all over the place. The good news I have today. My grandmother is finally, finally, after her long, long road of recovery from breaking her arm. And she broke another bone as well. uh, She's finally back to assisted living which means she's a one-person assist. She's able to get around a little bit easier. She can do things a little bit more to take care of herself. Um, And they missed her at where all her stuff was. They missed her there, so they were asking about her. Uh, We wanted to get her through that physical rehab. Um, My sister has done a tremendous amount of work to assist her and also her husband, my brother-in-law, They've been going back and forth and, you know, making sure that she's as comfortable as possible while she was in that facility. I have no doubt she's going to be way happier back to where she was already in a a routine. The first couple of days may be a bit of a transition for her um, because they changed some of her furniture. And, well, I'm just going to leave it at that. that. That's some good news, by the way. If this is your first time listening, my grandmother is 101 years old. So for her to never have broken a bone, go through major surgery at this age at 101, and then go through the rehab, do it at two different places. She did physical rehabilitation at two different places. And now she's going back to what is her home, the um, assisted living place. So I'm really, really glad that um, everything worked out. Finally, I mean, I was waiting to hear this news forever, and I do make this podcast about yoga and my life, and it wasn't like the inspiration was like, hey, let me talk about me. It was um, actually the very, very first episode I said something like, I just want to talk about the yoga and the poses, because I knew I wanted to dive into like breaking away from other types of work and just do the fitness work. However, I knew there was a huge risk involved with that, like a huge financial risk, I mean, and I was going to be healthier, which I am physically healthier, but I knew that my financial health, when I said that, when I said that, when I said, I just want to focus on the yoga and the poses on this podcast, what that meant was I foresee financial risk and I don't want that to become like my focus. You know, and I don't want every single episode me just running down my schedule because that's very boring. Like most of you listening can't come to class anyway. Um, I'm just sort of talking about what happens, the transitions when I bounce it around uh, on the schedule. So Tuesdays is the new water class. I had a class where I was doing independent um, like things. And so I've moved that to Thursday at the Harley shop. 
They're very, very kind to me there. I actually, fingers crossed for good luck. I've applied for a job there. Um, I've applied for loads of jobs, so I feel like I shouldn't even mention it. I don't want to jinx it, but if it's meant to be, I'll get the job. If it's not meant to be, then I won't get it. So that's just the way it is every single time. Um, a lot of times I'll think something's meant for me, and I've talked about that too. Um, just because I think it's meant for me, it's not meant for me, I don't know. Um, it seems like the repeated message I'm getting every time that I'm looking for some kind of inspiration from the divine is like, I need to stay humble a little bit. Um, not try to get ahead of myself. Um, I need to make sure I stay grateful. You know, like, always stay grateful every single day. Don't wait for Thanksgiving to be thankful. Um, every single moment we get, I mean, we're just lucky to have anyway. So, yeah, that's kind of where my journey is. I've been listening to uh, Music, Love, and Coffee podcast. And she's deleted a lot of episodes, by the way. And that's where I got that. Um, she uses that phrase, struggle bus. <laughs> I'm just now trying to get away from saying that, but... If you're listening, uh, I hear you, Heather. Struggle bus. <laughs> riding, up the, riding up that mountain on that struggle bus. <laughs> I feel it. Um, so, yeah, check out Music, Love, and Coffee podcast. She talks about all her businesses and what it's like to be. She's about the same age as me. I can really relate to a lot of what she says because she's been teaching tap for many, many, many years. And I've been teaching fitness for many, many, many years. And since we're about the same age... We're starting to come to a place where it's like, hey, how can I exercise all day for money as I get like a little bit older than this because I'm starting to really feel it like, and that's how she's feeling. I can totally relate just a different way because instead of tap for me, it's just trying to work out at the level of college kids all day. And by the time I get home, I'm like, ugh, I am not a college kid. <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> Um, so anyway, check out Music, Love, and Coffee podcast. Also check out, uh, Those Were the Days, uh, with Jim and Queasy podcast. And thank you to them for the shout out on there. Um, they do nostalgia talk and they're on all platforms, including YouTube. And, um, I think I listen on my, my Apple podcast, so you can find them pretty much anywhere. Um, yeah, that's that's it. I just wanted to give those shout outs to them. And there's one more announcement I have. I am, my business is now going to partner soon with the Triple B. That's the Big Ball Beautiful Power Movement. Uh, it's affiliated with JSU. What this is, it's a woman who not only makes and sells body scrubs, she wants to have loads of uplifting women events and things that happen to empower women. So I'm offering up a free yoga class for them. I thought I was going to speak at one of their events. It looks like she's loaded the calendar down. <laughs> she's loading her calendar down soon with some events. And I've only seen part of this. But um, I'm not doing a speaking event. I was incorrect. What she actually is wanting, she's wanting me to teach yoga for her Triple B girls. And I am going to do that on Thursday the 13th. And I'm checking in with one of the other businesses that my business is partners with for location. So we'll see if that happens. Hopefully it does. I'm just trying to get the wheels in motion for 
Triple B. She's the one who had me on her radio show on 92J. She has a talk radio show on there where she does basically try to speak kind words of wisdom and give everybody a little bit of uplifting in these trying times. Because, I mean, think about it, how it must be for this era of college kids, like, I shouldn't say kids, young adults, um, to be in their educational chapter of life during all these transitional times. And some of these classes are in person. Some of these classes are online only. Some of these classes are hybrid. Sometimes they're so stressed out that they don't know who to turn to. And a lot of these different students are all overcoming different types of challenges in their life. So when Kai started this movement, her idea was to just march for women, women of all types of struggles, and have support and meetings and uplift each other. And I think the community needs a lot more of this type of thing. So I told her, I am on board. I'm there. I went to their first meeting. I'm pretty much not trying to beat like on the board or anything like that. I just offer up my services to help uplift them as much as I can. I'll give my time for them to help them just so that they can remind themselves that they don't need to forget how important they are, how awesome they are, and what kind of changes that they can make in themselves and all the others around them. That's basically the the powerful movement. And yeah, that's that's all I've got for now. Um just, you know, keep tuning in. This just, this journey just keeps on going. Um, like I said, three years strong. Thank you again for over 4,000 listens total. Um, not audience wise, but how many hits total in three years? We're over 4,000 plays. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. So it's all thanks to you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you and wherever you are, on your journey, even if it's not a yoga journey, just remember that you're in an important place and we have our life mission and make sure that nothing will stop you from your goals. And I will keep you all updated and just check out my website for more information. That's yogijules.com, Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z.com. Have a great day and namaste.